Walk us in, boo. No. Please? Mm-mm. This is our thing. I'm just going to sippy sippy on my wine. Welcome back, folks. <laughs> Your boy, Hack Daniels. Come on, boo-boo. Hello. As always, or most of the time, killing it. What are we talking about today, boo? I figure we could talk about our trip. The Philippines. I guess our, our holiday. Yeah. I had a good time. I think I was nervous because I know what to expect, you know, but it's like I'm bringing my family there for the first time. Well, you're bringing you and the kids there for the first time. Mm -hmm. And it's so different. So, so different than anywhere I I know you've ever been, you know, I I, I mean, I can sum it up like this, like, and most of people my age, I felt like I crawled into a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Like the cheesy 80 ones where they were always filmed in Asia, you know? Well, no, because the Born, the one with Jeremy Renner, the movie, okay. was actually filmed or that, there. Or that. And it's, it, they portray it. That's exactly how it is. When or you go. that. But I grew up on, that was as an adult. I grew up on, you know, watching Jean-Claude do some crazy shit in Thailand or watching Rambo stick fight like in an Asian setting. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and to me, like, when the people are betting and all that stuff, like it's just like that's what I got out of it. Because Okinawa is not like that. Like not Okinawa no. in the Philippines is very, very different. Well, and then you know, it's mainland Japan is completely different. Oh, sure. <laughs> but so we flew from here to Seattle. Mm-hmm. That was nice. The kids love the Sky Club. They definitely ate way more than whatever it yeah, cost I, for us to get in there. Yeah, well, I feel pretty <laughs> fortunate to have like some status you know with delta because i fly so much for work so hell yeah you know what i mean i can there's some it makes when you travel a lot like and you and you stick with like a certain airline or whatever like it makes traveling easier eventually and i'm i'm happy to you know to do that and the kids had a good time in the sky club oh they did because they ate Mm -hmm. the entire time we were there yeah Actually, so, they ate a lot. Huh? They, yeah. yeah. And then we got on the plane, and they ate even more. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, wow. Yeah, so what? Then we flew Seattle to, to Korea. To Korea and, and that was nice because yeah. we stayed a night there, but we that's were a tough, so jet lagged. That's a tough flight, though, because yeah. you, you leapfrog into the future. Like, yeah. You know, all of a sudden. Because we got there the next day, but they were ending the day. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't even know how much we slept on the plane, but I know we got to the I, hotel and I, we I were watched. starving and you just went right to sleep. So I didn't sleep on that plane at all. Like, no. I might have dozed off. I watched six hours of Chernobyl. You was, finished the series. The whole series, which was awesome, <laughs> by the way. And then I watched like two other movies. I think I watched like a whiskey thing or maybe that might have been. I don't know. I watched a lot on these planes. Yeah. Because I don't sleep well on planes. I have sleep apnea and I snore and I fucking wake up every 10 seconds anyways. But, um, yeah, pretty dope. Did you sit on the window that time? I did. Yeah. So I, I slept. If I'm in the aisle, I can't sleep. No question asked. I cannot sleep on the aisle seat. Just can't do it. I can. 
I get the, I'm like the dude from the wedding singer. Like I get fucking smashed. You in get the elbow. hit by the yeah every fucking time. <laughs> Never fails. If it's not the like, if it's not the like stewardess or the flight attendant or whatever, like walking backwards that hits me, it's usually the the, the cart. But either way, like you know, one thing I'm a little I noticed. Fluffy, so I get smashed in the aisles. One thing I noticed. I mean, it's been a while. I think what was it five years ago that I traveled international like that. Um, they serve like peach. Bellinis. That was dope. It was it, like you had a menu. It's like here's your peach bellini, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna give you dinner. Yeah, so the you menus get was adjusted. New for me. That yeah, was new. like you knew exactly when yeah. you were getting something. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's like it gave you something but to I look never, forward to. I've never flown Delta. Shout out to Delta because they take good care of me. They do. But I've never flown Delta overseas, so maybe it's you know who knows. We used to do United. United, yeah. yeah, United was huge. Um, but that's military. So that was my twenty fourth and twenty fifth time. Flying over the Pacific to Asia. I like the over the Pacific flight. Yeah. Well, it's really, I mean, you really kind of hook over Alaska. And but Russia it's long. And it, but yeah. I think that's what Getting I like out about tough. it. Getting back is a lot quicker. Yeah, so we stayed the night in Korea. That was cool. Yeah. I missed it. Oh, and we got our Georgia coffee. Oh, my God. That's the only thing about Korea uh. that seems different. The cars are all the same. The roads mm-hmm. are basically all the same. They're um, wider than most Asian roads. Oh, way bigger. Yeah. Way. No, way, way bigger. You yeah. drive on the same side of the street as we're used to. Yeah, like in America. Same side of the car. So mm-hmm. really, you're just about around a bunch of Korean dudes. You know, that's really all that changes. And then when you go in the stores, obviously, it's Yeah, Asian, we went to it's, CVS. It's Asian goods instead of <laughs> American goods. You got Jordan Which coffee. we don't, I guess, because we're comfortable with that. Yeah. We don't mind looking and eating. Shout out know? to Asian countries for having hot vending machines. Yes. I miss that. Yeah. Like the, oh, they had the corn that soup. Georgia, I should have grabbed that, that Georgia corn coffee soup. made my night. Oh, yeah. Especially after oh. we lost the, the Switch. Oh. Don't travel with a Nintendo Switch if you guys are listening and you have one. My kids totally left it on the plane. This is what happens when we, charge, when we trust the kids. Yeah. It's all of our fault, though, for not looking after each other. We should have, you know, I should have. I was on the verge of tears. We should have <laughs> checked the seats, especially on a long flight like that. You know? Yeah. Because I left my book, too. I had a good book. That I left in the seat See, but, but you could get book. I mean, you could get another Switch, but it's not like, oh, let me spend $600 on a mistake. Oh, it's, well, it's more than that because of all the games. Well, we've yeah, got. all we're, the we've games. We've had it for what, two yes. years now? So we've had. Anyways, that was Korea. And then we we were already awake. We left like at six in the morning. Was that our flight? Mm-hmm. And then we got to the Philippines at noon. And I was like, I, so I sat next to Kai and I was like, I can literally feel the heat just looking out the window. <laughs> yeah, dude. But little did I know, we had still had like two hours, two and a half hours of well, driving. We, le- we got there on a Saturday. You failed to tell me about all that, though. It didn't matter because we were going to eat. I we didn't were know we were eat. that far away, though. We weren't, though, because driving back to the airport, it was nothing. It was just, well, yeah, it was a Saturday. It was terrible. It's Christmas season. Nobody's at school anymore everybody's traveling it wasn't that bad <laughs> uh, it was a little rough because i was tired but you know but anyways then we finally so we get out of manila and we get to urdaneta right no we go eat first we did eat yeah yeah and that's where you finally heard me speak my taglish <laughs> i definitely did yeah so for the longest time he's like how do you say this in tagalog and it's literally English with Po at the end of it. But you still know the And fuck he out was, of me. Uh, yeah, you. you. You'd be like, why don't you just fucking speak? I'm like, because they speak English to you. 
and he finally saw firsthand. Like, because they know, they know the difference between, I'm, I'm Filipino. I have been butthurt for years because I can't fucking speak Tagalog. <laughs> and I finally get to the Philippines and it absolutely doesn't matter. No, because they will speak English to you. But it's like you had to go there and see it. So the only now you can't now, bust my balls. The only because problem it's now true. is when your parents speak their language. Yeah. I just I'm lost because they don't usually mix in enough English for me to pick up on it. Yeah. So my parents. Not to mention they speak to they speak in one language and answer back in another. So yeah, like, they could. Yeah. You know. Or like you know, um, my what mom about, was talking. It to, all sounds the same to me though. So like even though they're speaking different dialects, it doesn't sound different. Probably because it's all foreign to you. But yeah, I just, my parents speak to me in Tagalog and I answer back in English. That's how it's always been. <laughs> but you got it when you were talking. You could tell because we're very uh, talking with our hands. So you can kind of guess. Yeah. But so we... We went to Ordoneta and we went to Baguio and we went to Hundred Islands and we went to, I'm going to mess this up, Bongalao, Bulango. Bulangao, yeah. That's where the zip line was. That was awesome. Reverse it because go okay. back to Hundred Islands. We did do a zip line there. I did a zip line. We all we did. We all did, but I did. I'm yeah. afraid of fucking heights. Over water. Over water, I don't mind. And like what sucked was my dad was saving to go on the really long one, which is, uh, I don't know what it was. It was about a kilometer long. And I would have done it because it was, it was from island to island. But I would have done that one because it was over yeah. water, totally. And the people were like, well, it's going to rain. So no. Oh, it's too. And they were like giving excuses. They're just lazy fucks. That's mm-hmm. it. So we didn't get to do it. And I was pretty bummed out. And then we find out that my dad really wants to go to this. Um, it's like hot springs in the Philippines and they've been wanting to go, but never went. So we're here. So why not? We all go. Mm-hmm. That was fun. And it was like 1.4 1 kilometers. 1.6. I thought he said, Oh, 1.6. Yeah. I know. And, and the girls did a 620 meter, mm-hmm. but they did it together. It sucked though. I wanted to get video of that, but we're, we were in two completely different locations. I'm still afraid of heights at this point. Yeah. So I geared up. We have to climb. <laughs> we climbed up some fucking long ass stairs. With beautiful views, by the Good way. Good views. <laughs> I get halfway up the tower <laughs> and I realized that I was going to have to lay down Superman style for like a kilometer hanging over trees. And I was like, I, I bitched out. Totally bitched out. No, but so when you were climbing the tower, there are no like restraints. The thing is rusty. There are holes everywhere. And I, I looked at my dad. I was like, oh, I don't think he's going to do this. Like, you're going to get up the tower and be like, ooh. Because even I was like, the tower is moving with the wind. It was pretty windy. Yeah. But so. I was good at the top of the hill. It was the tower that fucking crushed me. And now sitting, I, I honestly think sitting, I, I maybe could have gotten through it. It was the laying down part that really. I mean, it didn't feel good. So my dad went first. And. As my dad was going, you can hear the wire going. And mm-hmm. the guy was like, okay, your turn. I was like, what? <laughs> I laid down and he put my clips into the wire. And I could feel my dad still going down the wire. Oh, don't forget. Don't like, forget <laughs> to truck drive up there. Remember? They were like, yo, you guys got to switch seats to balance this fucking thing out. Yeah. Mind you, I'm I'm a large human at this point. I'm but they fluffy. like they stuffed this mini <laughs> yeah, little, Japanese little truck. Fucking bongo truck. Yeah. 
And and it I don't know. I don't know why that many people had to be in the truck. It was uncomfortable. It was it was a little But there was a little girl in there, so Kaya and Chloe, they're little and they're going on the the shorter zip line. Mm-hmm. And and there's a little girl in there I which I'm guessing is her big brother. And she and her mom was like holding her purse outside of the van and she's like, I love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> my dad said to them in Tagalog, they're smaller than you. You'll be fine. <laughs> and when he was pointing to the girls. Mm-hmm. But it was I I had fun. I, I was zooming. I, I felt like I was going really fast. Yeah, I'm going to. It gives me reason to go back. I want to do it again. You're going to conquer it. I want to conquer that. Yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, I feel like I kind of have to. Getting on that first zip really? line, yeah. Getting on that first zip line was a big step for me, but I have water, so I'm I do not fear water whatsoever. There's almost no water conditions that bother me. Like I, me and my dad were talking. I, I think you were there too. I'm like, what's the point of the helmet? Like, if the wire snaps, you're gonna die with or, with or without a helmet. Like, it's got. You're be, going so fast. It's got to be birds or whatever. Well, I don't know. Who knows well yeah, that? I guess so. But it's like. Either way, you're fucked. Yeah. What if you did? What if you did fall though? And they're like, "Well, if she had a helmet on, she may have lived." You know what I mean? Like something like I'm just saying. What if it's whatever? Probably just to make you feel calm. I I don't fucking know. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that was a fucking screamer. It's the longest. Well, it's the longest zipline in the Philippines, if yes. not Asia, right? I don't know. I haven't done the research, but it was like so. The first ten seconds. That's where you get the whole adrenaline rush for me. Mm. And then after that, it was long enough for me to be like, God, is this almost over? I'm so bored. (laughs) (laughs) And then when you look at the way they stop you, remember my dad, he was like, there's like three tires. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But it was cool. It was so cool. And when me and my dad were done, we saw the part where the girls were going and we actually saw the girls go. But we didn't didn't have a phone or anything. Also, that was the first time I noticed all the people that were staring at me. Yeah. Because we weren't exactly in a place where there's a lot of like, like at Clark, when we went to Clark for that time, Aww. there's a lot of Americans that retired. There, there were. Or at least Westerners, white people, I guess. White the people. Best way to yeah. say it. Well, there, I saw uh, quite a few black dudes there too. But I'm saying mm. like Western people or Americans or whatever. But at, out in Urdaneta, like there aren't many at all. Mm-mm. So I was getting a lot of looks. Like it was, it was sort of a role reversal. Yeah. Because where we live, people stare at me. <laughs> More often than not, yeah. Yeah. Or at least some of the other places that we lived. Mm-hmm. Especially Missouri. But Yeah. But that's another episode. <laughs> but we had it was nice the um the kids got to help out with Christmas. So let's talk about like we didn't do Christmas gifts this year at all. No, we didn't. I mean, granted we were traveling. No, um, but I mean it was, was nice to like it was nice to like I should well remind me to tell everybody how this whole fucking trip happened in the first place. But okay, um, uh, it was nice that the kids like got to experience um, giving rather than receiving. Yes, like like the people in Philippines, like the gap between poor and like I don't think there's there's even a, a there's middle like, class. I, is there's there? no. I don't think I don't there think is one. So. Right? It's like you either have you're either have or have not. Yes. Like and there's no real in between yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. So for them to get to experience some of that, I think was important. And you know, your dad like takes care of so many people. He takes care of his community, his whole community. Yes, and so the people. What we did is, my dad did a whole Christmas feast 
for the local kids around the area. Mm. And he invited even, so he has a building that he's building and he even invited the workers and, and their family. But even they were like, no, no, thank you. You know, it's fine. But um, these are kids who don't get to eat food that they ate during Christmas. Like we told them all to take all the food and everything. And, and it was just, it's really nice to, to watch my dad like give that to them, you know? And so the kids like in the Philippines, what we do like growing up, we, um, the parents usually or the adults would throw coins and the kids would like catch it. And, you know, that'd be like our Sari Sari store. We'd go down to a little store corner store and buy some candy or whatever just little chump change and that was exciting that's what i remember um for christmas and our kids who are so much more fortunate than the kids there in the philippines got to do that and then give them money so that you know christmas is good and you know they get to eat a little bit more it was just really nice to see and i hope i don't know i guess we've never talked to the kids about (laughs) how they felt about all of that but it was it was nice to see them being able to help my dad out with that because it's just it's nobody there is so down like they're they're that's what I thought was their remarkable. spirit nobody's like, nobody is like oh poor me it's like mm-hmm. oh thank you they're so grateful they just get up and keep yeah. going yeah and they work day. they work so hard that was impressive for me that was uh that was probably the most um inspiring part about the whole like the the lessons that you learn in a place like that that's so different are maybe they're they're priceless they're intangible but that was i think probably the most remarkable was just like there were a few little kids that like you know little beggar kids or whatever but they're probably don't even have parents you know those kids are like legitimate street kids but like the families that i was around and saw they don't beg. They don't do any of that. Like they mm-hmm. just get up. They work. They, they do work, what they can. Yeah. They do whatever they can. You know, and they're all seemingly a really happy bunch of people. They're just trying to make it. You know. Yeah, like we went to that little farm where we saw the goats and the pigs. Mm-hmm. My dad's pigs, and he's like, "Yeah, I just buy them and they take care of them, and you know, they'll be able to eat." And they live in a little bamboo hut. You know, no electricity. And they take care of some of my parents' land. And it's like, they didn't look depressed. They looked grateful that they had the opportunity. You know what I mean? They And they were so polite to us. When well, yeah, it's like I've talked about, like, with my friends, like, our different circumstances. Like, we're not very well off. Maybe some people say they're poor. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't know poor. Yeah. You know, we think we do, but we don't. Um, your dad grew up in a bamboo hut along a river. And eventually it was taken by a river. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, that's crazy. Like, we yeah. don't have those problems. Like, no. Man, we have some serious first world champagne problems if you really yeah. break it down, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. It's perspective, though. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I remember, like, the couple times we encountered people in Iraq, like, you know, I don't know. I guess you could make the assumption they're poor or they just live differently. But I was totally indifferent to it. Like, I didn't really... Quite frankly, I just didn't really care because I didn't have any kind of emotional connection to it or I couldn't have an emotional connection to it, you know? Yeah. But this time, actually getting to meet people, experience, you know, a little bit of time with people and get to know them a bit, you know, it was different this time. 
Like when you got a kid showing you his wrestling shoes, yeah, because it's like one of his most prized possessions. Like mm-hmm. I have a pair of wrestling shoes that I've maybe wore three times, like sparring, and they're in a bag in the garage, like whatever. Yeah, and for him, it was like he went out of his way to like show me, yeah, his his wrestling boots because it was like his, you know, it's hard to get and very expensive. Yeah, I uh, it was nice though because we, like I only have one living grandparent left, and so you guys were able to meet the Rojas side of my family, mm-hmm. and they came to visit, and then you went to go see cockfighting which i was not like i know what happens there so i don't i don't care to see it yeah but you went with my uncle so my dad's brother that was a cool experience and my and then his wife and then my kuya Choi, who's my cousin he's a he is my dad's sister's son so he's the first out of our generation mm-hmm. and then his son one of his sons and then the rest of us stayed and we ate and whatever but talk about that that was an experience. So I was there more for the atmosphere and to watch the guys communicate and bet and all that stuff. So, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, the cockfighting, it was cool at first, but then it gets hard to watch. Like, and, you know, the thing is, it's legal there. Otherwise, yes, I, I wouldn't have gone. It is legal there. So if it was illegal, I would not have gone. I wouldn't have participated. They in have, it. like, arenas and stuff. And I also, I didn't post any of the videos of the chickens because I don't, I'm not going to do that to people. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I learned about it, too, though, is, like, it's not as savage as maybe some of the shit happens in the States. Like, yeah, obviously the chickens fight, but mm-hmm. they don't go to waste. Like, you keep what you oh, kill, yeah. and they cook them. And, and then they, they'll cook they t- them and you know, eat they don't them. Waste. And, this is, yeah. you know, at least they've minimized the waste, at least mm-hmm. that. Um, but the atmosphere, watching the guys bet and all that stuff was insane. But what, what I really loved, too, was, like, it was one of those full-on immersion-type experiences. Like, mm-hmm. I was in a car with people who... Yeah, they won't speak English Either couldn't you. or wouldn't speak English. So yeah. <clears throat> I was just rolling, like... <laughs> watching and observing i think it's like, funny because that morning i was like oh so what time is you know are you guys and my dad goes i'm not going yeah. i was like what you're not you're not going with him which surprised so aga went with you and i looked at aga and i was like you do not let him bet you just let him watch you know and like that's cool i never bet i didn't go there to bet. no i, I know and i'm I just saying i can't keep up i'm not intelligent enough to run the numbers like right. this. that's what i wanted to see the, and and I would say, like, I don't know. I know why this kind of shit is illegal in the States because you never stop people in the States from fucking killing each other. These guys were, like, total gentlemen about it. Like, yeah. if they lost, oh, well. They were throwing wads of money at each other and they'd fall and no one would touch it. Yeah. They wouldn't argue. They wouldn't get mad. You know, like, yeah. it was insane. It was, what an atmosphere. Yeah. So I did post, like, some of the videos. Uh, it's like a selfie video. Yeah, so yeah, like of my Kuya, yeah. Just to see that, so to show people kind of, like, the way they communicate, like it was, that was just so fascinating to me. Yeah. Um, but I, I would, I'm not gonna lie, like I got over the chicken fights quick. It was, um, it, it gets, how long were you there? You were gone for a while, maybe two hours. Oh, that's know. it. Yeah, because they they do like fucking seventy five of these things, and like we stayed <laughs> for the we left at at midway through, and um, yeah, it's just you know, yeah, I got a lot of interesting looks there too. But man, it was just uh. Just a real, uh, cr- uh, crazy, like like I when I I look for immersion, like yeah, and for me that's that's w- what I got, you know, yeah, and that's what I wanted. I mean, it's I don't know, it was uh I don't know. My mom probably be mad at me if she found out. Well, she'll find out. She'll hear this. But, um, <laughs> Sorry. It, I mean, it was just an opportunity that 
you know, I didn't, I didn't have to do, but it presented itself. And yeah, I mean, when you're there, anything you ask, my dad would be like, oh yeah, we can do that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, and we got to ride horses to Bagheel's Gorges. Way too big for those horses though. (laughs) Well, there were bigger horses. Yeah. They just didn't give you the bigger horse. so funny. that. Kid. So this is like this is how the Philippines is, though. Hmm. You'll go hours and maybe not hear anyone speak English, like other than me and you. Mm-hmm. Hours, right? So I'm like, we were at for an hour-long horse ride, and I'm like 35 minutes in. <laughs> no one but Chloe said a word to me, and some random car drives by in perfect English. She's like, you're too big, bro. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the kid's like probably from fucking Chicago. He's like there visiting his family. Like you just never know. But it was That's clean, awesome. perfect English. It's something you'd hear on any street in America. Yeah, you're too big, bro. Because they gave me like the fucking smallest horse. Like, yeah, I made a. Post. I was nervous I because a, I made a post. Fat guy on a little horse. Like, so I'm it was. Like, what it the was fuck? little man, little man, and then me and Kaya together. Mm-hmm. And then the guy that was doing me and Kaya said, "Hey," he gave me directions. So he hold me. He told me to hold the reins. He said, Kanan, which is right. And then you just veer to the right. Mm-hmm. Kaliwa's left. And then to stop. So para is you pull up. And he said, okay. And he just gave me this horse. I'm like, <laughs> how do I know this horse isn't just going to go? But it was great because it, I was driving my own horse. I mean, those horses are so in tune, though. They probably just yeah. know the route and they just yeah. walk. You know? But you, did, you ran a little bit, didn't you? Did yeah, so I ran a little bit. bit. And then the guy went with on with kaya on her horse and just ran for a, a while i was uh, like dude, okay so my horse would have had a fucking heart attack <laughs> if, it, if it was asked to run it was fun though she got I, pissed and eventually i just got off because yeah. the traffic got so bad yeah and i'm like dude i'm gonna i said i said hey i'm gonna walk so you can just get around the sidewalk get my horse on because yeah. otherwise we with the two of us riding next to each other we, yeah. we had to be in the road and we got caught in the cars it was nice though like the kids had like by the end of it they had huge smiles on their face I think that was the first time you all rode on a horse, yeah? Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. That's So that's what I did when I was little. We would go to Baguio, and we used to be able to r- run around in this little, I don't know, course. Mm. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and they were like, you get 30 minutes of that, or you can do an hour on the streets. And I was like, no, 30 minutes is fine, because it's hot. Mm-hmm. you know. And my dad was like, no, 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 an hour. I was like, fine, we're doing it for an hour, fine. You know, and we were actually out in the city, and it was it was really nice. We saw a gorgeous golf course. Oh, tell, remember the horse with the what is it? What is that thing even called? Remember, I'm like, babe, it's got a swastika on its butt, but it's the Hindu symbol. It's you know, not I, the swastika. No, yeah, it's the opposite. But I mean, like to me, I was like, when you first see it, like that's immediately what you associate. Well, that's because with. everybody knows but about it started, Hitler. It started like popping up, and like, yeah, it just shows you like the part of the world you're in, you know, like there it's a religious symbol. Like it means a lot to a lot of people. Yeah. And like, to me, I was like, what the fuck? Like, you know, but it, <laughs> what the fuck is a swastika doing stop, shaved on a horse? Well, you have to butt. stop and look at it because it is different. Like the angles and everything. It's yeah. very different. But yeah. at first glance, you're like, this, this horse has a fucking swastika on it. Like <laughs> the, the only thing that upset me about the horse riding is when I got off and we got done, a f- full-size normal horse walked by. Yeah. And I'm like, why did you like, give me that tall, one? tall, gorgeous. Yeah. It's like, been combed. <laughs> like, all of but that. But I'm just saying, like, it could have handled a big, fluffy dude <laughs> like me, you know? <laughs> Fuck, man. Whatever. She did good, my horse, but, I mean, yeah, I just felt bad for her. They can carry <laughs> a lot, but yeah. these aren't, like, guys, like, these, I'll, I posted a video, but they're not, like, full-size. They're not big-ass horses like we no. know. They're, like, little, smaller, like, 
Asian horses, I guess. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Like, they weren't... You that know, live in Baguio, so like high. fucking jungle horses in the mountains and shit. Like, you know, I don't know. It yeah. was cool, though. Definitely an experience. I enjoyed that a lot, actually. It was, yeah. it, you're, you're, you get a little sore. Yeah. You, you get a little sore. <laughs> like, yeah. I, mean, I know totally Kaya, because like, her, her horse ran. I was like... That gets a little... Your ass gets, is going to yeah. be like on fire tomorrow when you wake up and she did tell me she was like i'm so sorry it hurts to walk I'm like, well. i really enjoyed it though i mean the horses horses have souls you know like dogs like they have um i think obviously the more intelligent an animal is like mm-hmm. the more emotions they express you can and, see it in their eyes yeah, they just it's a it was a thing i was like petting my horse and it's like you can feel the fibers the threads mm-hmm. in their muscles like jesus yeah. it's just a machine Crazy. Yeah, it was a cool experience. But we also found a lot of your jack. We did. We'd had a good jack. Well, ten, yeah. Well, I got hot, not hot, airports. So everybody know. Everybody who knows me knows I'm obsessed with Jack Daniels, i.e. Hack Daniels. Like it's all, it's all play on one of my favorite things. And I'm, I'm not an alcohol, alcoholic. People maybe mistake what my collection for that. But some of the bottles I've had are full and they've been in there for like 10 years as you top that wine off. But. Yeah, I had a good jack trip. You know, we found a sweet bottle that you can't really find anywhere in Korea. And then we found um, regular Jack Daniels, but um, they come in these super cool tins. Like, a lot, what a lot of people don't know is, like... Instead of boxes, they came in a well, so, tin box. So, like, a lot of the boxes, a lot of the... Like, any bottle of alcohol that you see on a shelf oftentimes comes in a box. Mm-hmm. Um, and they just take it out of the box and they sell you the bottle. But I am a collector, so I like to try to get both. And mm-hmm. um, but we found a couple really sweet tins, like tin things that you know you, you're not going to see that often. So yeah. that was cool. And um, every single drop of Jack Daniels starts in the same place. It's not made anywhere other than only Lynchburg. in Lynchburg. Yeah. But then they have special labels for some of the places that it gets distributed. Well, the cust- it's a customs thing. Well, you get the custom stamp across the top. Yeah. And then the label on the back of the bottle. Yes. It'll say made in Lynchburg, but bottled specifically for uh, somewhere in the Philippines. Yeah. Or in Japan, it mm-hmm. has kanji on the back, you know? Mm-hmm. So I should have tried to find a little one in Korea to get that. But, you know, and then the one, the bottled and bond that I got, that's an American bottle. It's duty-free, so they don't bother to relabel it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it just adds to the collection, adds to the stories, you know. And then, yeah, obviously, um, your dad got me that red dog, which, which I already had, like, but I didn't have the box. Yeah, the box. The box is literally, like, impossible So to he find. found that in SNR, yeah. which is, like, the Costco slash Sam's of the Philippines, which is pretty awesome, but anything American that they sell in there is, like, double the price mm-hmm. you would get in America because mm-hmm. they had Kirkland brand. They had members mark and it was like, wow, mm-hmm. you know, I can get American products here, but it's so expensive. Yeah. I think the appliances were maybe double the price you might find. Yeah. In the States. And then they'll go buy one, get one free. Buy one, take one. <laughs> Which is buy one, get one free, yeah. you know, but it's I like, I just love how they actually, <laughs> what do you think about the food? I ate goat twice. I loved it. Oh. <laughs> you get to explore. You get to broaden your horizons. Like, the goat meat was amazing. And, like, you can tell it's not beef. Yeah. But 
you know, caldereta or whatever. It was mm-hmm. just a little spicy. Man, it was so good. And it was same day fresh. Mm-hmm. That's so. Like, that's I can't, the difference. I don't, I don't with think the food. I can. I don't think I can overstate like how oh. how disconnected we are. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like when Talk we go to, about when we go to the, the supermarket, market. when we go to the supermarket though, we're getting food that's days, maybe weeks old. You know, babe. <laughs> days, maybe weeks old. Right. We we operate in our supermarkets on like a seventy-two hour. Um, a 72-hour kind of rotation, right? I don't know the exact numbers. So they call system. it fresh frozen. That's what Whatever. they call it here. But you fuck... When you go... We went into the same-day fresh market. Palenque. Palenque. And you... I always imagined that would just smell awful. And it didn't. Fish, you know, Some of the fish is... It smells fishy, and that's a bit really overwhelming. Really? That bothered you? It didn't bother me. Mm. Uh, but it, it's, a, it's a smell that um, here you're just not accustomed to because... no. Even where no. I'm from in New York, like I remember, the lake has a distinct smell, but it's not mm-hmm. it's not fishy. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you're in like uh, Japan or Seattle or some of these places or Maine where they have fresh fish markets, like you don't get to see this kind but of. But the stuff. great thing is, so you get everything fresh. It's fish, it's pork, it's beef, it's goat, it's every protein you can think of, fresh slaughtered that morning, mm-hmm. and like I think that makes a difference in flavor. Oh yeah. It makes a huge difference in flavor. And like, look, when you're on vacation, you don't diet. I eat the shit out of everything I like that was presented the thing to is, us. Like, it's like the ingredients were so fresh and yeah. like you don't overindulge and like you eat what you take because it's just, just it's despicable to to leave anything behind in a place mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And like everything is so fresh and clean. Like you don't feel bloated and gross. No, like, you don't. And like I, I ate like... quite a bit, but I didn't feel disgusting afterwards. Yeah. Like even McDonald's. You feel different. You yeah, it d- feels it, a little it different. It didn't yeah. feel gross. Yeah, you don't feel like overwhelmed and like, you know, like, so you know how when you're like, I've experienced like depression in my life and like you just want to go to McDonald's and eat something fucking sloppy yeah. because it feels as bad as you feel. You don't, you couldn't find, you could get that most heinous meal on a, on a, McDonald's menu at in fucking the Philippines. The Philippines. You wouldn't feel that way. Yeah. It's something, something, I don't even know how to explain I it. It's don't just know. Different. Hey, they had mixed spaghetti. <laughs> so I love that. I love yeah, that. I we love had that pasta were, yeah, so on our menu. I love that menus. there were these like American started, but albeit international mm-hmm. brands, right? That are, are at these places. And I love that they bring sort of a flavor that they're known for, but then they play to the, the local market. It's obviously it's just good business. I mean, I don't think it, it takes, but it just makes it so much more fun. I mean, like in McDonald's for breakfast for the kids, you can get three hotcakes and a leg, a fried chicken leg. Yeah, like it's like their chicken and waffles yeah. for breakfast, and the kids ate the <laughs> shit. Well, that's just, uh, I mean, chicken. I so like when we would go to Jollibee, it's like you used yeah. to say, "Well, that's basically the Filipino McDonald's." Yeah, and there's like one that I know of, right? And maybe yeah. in California, but there's one that we could go to right now in Vegas. In and Vegas. we found one in Virginia. In Beach, Virginia right? Beach, we did find it okay. when they opened, and like they have this spaghetti, and it reminds me of like Chef Boyardee and the canned spaghetti. And you but it tasted like, good. Yeah, it does, but you're like, oh, we gotta get that. Yeah. And like, I didn't get it. And then we get to the Philippines and I'm looking at it and I'm like, they fucking have spaghetti at McDonald's. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? And like, it comes to find out, like your dad is like, oh yeah, if you asked anyone what they would want to eat, like as a special meal, they'd be like, spaghetti. Yeah. Spaghetti. But it's Filipino spaghetti. It is a little it different. It is but different. It's just, to me, it's like such a trivial, stupid yeah. thing. I'm like, fucking spaghetti, really? Like, But it's so good. 
Like the flavor, I don't know. Maybe I'm like, because fuck no, I, I don't want spaghetti. I want to go to the market, cut a cow's <laughs> fucking face off <laughs> that was butchered that day, and I want to eat that fucking thing. Yeah. You know? That was amazing yeah. to me. Not to mention the little fucking Edna-looking lady who was serving it. She was awesome. <laughs> this lady was just slicing and dicing this Carabao cow. Yeah. And, like, hooking it up. Like, she was on a stool and still didn't break four feet. No, like, she didn't even go to my shoulder. <laughs> that was fucking crazy. She was, like, on a six-inch block. That was nuts. She yeah. was awesome. And then her son, yeah. like, spoke English. And he uh-huh. re- I think he, he realized, like, this kid has never been in here. Yeah. Like, like, you know, these guys must have been like, look at this fucking stupid white boy. Like, he's fascinated over this. Like, it's this so thing. weird. Like when I first went, like my first memory of going into a palenque, not fruits and vegetables, the meat where everything's slaughtered and, you know, there's a distinct smell. I gagged. I can't, you know, but when I went in there, it was like nostalgic that like my sister never wanted to go in there. And it was just, it'd just be me and my dad going to the market. And that smells like... I don't know. It just felt good to be back in there. Me, yeah. yeah. I mean, just to go. And it's all so cheap. Yes. Because like there aren't oh. all these different hands on it and all this yeah. stuff. And like, obviously, you know, in the Philippines, like it can't be expensive. Yeah. I mean, it, you're, everything's going to be priced equivalent to whatever the sort of local market can, can afford. But I mean, man, like we went to the place where you ate the goat. Um, Cause that's what they're known for is goat meals. But that's also everything in there was sa- it's a restaurant. Same day, okay? yeah. But it's same day. It's fresh. It's mm-hmm. cooked just like as if you were to cook it in your home. So yeah. you're not getting like all this nasty fast food stuff. Like mm-hmm. these restaurants don't function that way. It was incredible. I just it, it was like so. This is this speaks to how cheap it is. But mind you, we have an American like paycheck. I guess. Um, when we went to that restaurant to feed the seven of us, it cost $27. <laughs> and we came home with leftovers. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how much food we the got. The boys ate a, a good meal, and then the dogs got fed. Yeah, and like, then they got, the dogs got crazy. leftovers. Yeah. So it was like, food goes a long way there. Well, Nothing gets so wasted. When we first stopped at Burger King on the way to your parents' house, uh-huh. me, Kaya, and your dad ate at Burger King for $4. Yeah. But he also got a senior discount. Yeah, he gets a senior discount. Oh, talk about that a little bit. How crazy is that? So when you're 60 in the Philippines, it is law that it's called PWD. So it's persons with disability. Um, But my dad calls it persons persons with discounts for seniors. And they get 30% off. Not even that, though. They automatically get to go to the yes, front of the line. Yes, you go to the front of the line. If you've been standing in line for 20 minutes and someone with a PWD identification card comes up, you just, you suck it up. That's, they take care of their elders in the Philippines, you know? So um, anywhere we go, if we want to go shopping in a grocery store, if we want to go eat a meal, if we want to get glasses done, 30% off automatically, unless the store has a different policy. But it's like, you already have, like, it's already cheap. Okay, because my dad gets American paychecks um, because he's retired military, so he gets retirement and disability. But it's already cheap, and he is getting a discount on top of that. And my dad, man, he is so cheap. Like, we would go around and shop, and he'd be like, what? Don't I get a discount on top of that? And it's like, dude, shut up. Like, it's already so cheap. It's just funny the way the way my dad does things. But, I mean, good for them. I think every senior needs to have <laughs> a PWD, you know, So ID I just thought it was amazing. You just don't see that here. No, like, not here. 
So, like, in some of the uh, markets that we went to, like, grocery stores, the lines were fucking insane. Yes. It went but fast. All the, they do go fast, but you're, you're waiting. Mm-hmm. But all the, all the every single one of them had, like, at least two senior lines where seniors could punch right to the front mm-hmm. of line and get in and get out. Yep. The level of respect there is insane. It is. It is. For, for your older elders. Like, mm-hmm. that's a dying thing. That's here, a culture thing, though. Like... So my grandmother on my mom's side had Alzheimer's and we don't put our elderly in senior homes. We take care of them until they pass, you know? And so it's, that's another culture thing here. There's so many, so many assisted livings, independent living, rehabilitation, nursing homes, you know, memory care units. That's, that's where, in so in my line of work, that's what people do to their parents, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of I mean, they just it's unfortunate. You just don't have the time to take off to take care of your parents because you need to have a job. A lot of time. Yeah, we kind of live in a society that doesn't necessarily allow for that. anymore. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And, you know, unless you're super rich and there's, can afford some to exceptions, though, like a uh, person I used to work with over at uh, the Capitol definitely. Um, oh, yes. Took care of her old man for. Well, to, to his last breath, like your mom yeah. did, you know. Yeah. Uh, but it's it's not something that's common anymore. That used to be very common, mm-hmm. you know, to have one or two of your your parents, but not not here. But there seems to be the standard. Yeah. Rather than the exception. But yeah, so that's what that's what PWD is. Persons with discount. I, I noticed like some of the people got annoyed. A little, you know, maybe they know it's a law and then they just tolerate it. But like, I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. So. I just I love that they have that level of respect, you know. Yeah, and it's just like how even to watch your dad, whom I know to be like you know the basically the patriarch, like the the, yeah. the leading figure in your family, but to see him interact with his own mother was special. Yeah, you know? yeah, because you don't see that with my dad often. Never, because he's top dog. Yeah. <laughs> like in my eyes, he's top dog. Right, but to see but him, it, but you don't fuck with my grandma. <laughs> no. Yeah, she yeah. was. It was nice to meet her. Yeah, you know, I hope I get to see her again. Yeah. Man, she's she's what? How old is she? She just turned 85. But she's with it. Oh, yeah. She's sound and you and don't like fuck she, with her. <laughs> like, so <laughs> so I, 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 I don't speak Tagalog, not a lick. Mm-hmm. But I know when someone's upset and I know when I'm included in that conversation. So we get back from the chicken fighting and I didn't even know that your dad was there. And I was just, you know, I was having circulation issues and stuff. So I was like trying to stay outside because being in the humidity I felt like actually was helping me rather than going in and out. Yeah. And I just sat outside and I was kind of just playing on my phone or whatever and I heard your mom, <laughs> I heard your grandmother like start, she was, she wasn't yelling but she was upset. Then your dad came out kind of snickering and he's like, she's mad because she knows you haven't eaten all day. <laughs> and I'm like, I kind of gathered that, you know, because I'm like sitting outside and like she's, you know, sort of talking loud enough I guess for me yeah. to hear him and your dad came out snickering and I'm like, oh, I get it. I get it. <laughs> You know, and it's funny that she, she doesn't even know, like maybe just barely met me and like, yeah. she already, like, you could tell like she worries about everyone Oh yeah, in that way, you know? Yeah. Like any, like any grandma would. It was just, it was cool. I mean, I just kind of. It felt, was really nice to see all of them. Yeah. Usually when I would go that we'd spend most of our time with the Rojas family. You didn't meet all my Rojas family. They oh, were still no, back in Keslin City. I, I legitimately thought we may never you know, you just don't know. You don't yeah. know. Like, I don't know. It was really nice, though. 
Like you meant that, you know, my, my dad's brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And then you met my Uncle Ellie's eldest son, my Kuyakem. So that was really cool. So, yeah. It was nice. It was, it was really nice to see my parents. Like, usually they're always visiting us. So we don't really get to see them in their hometown. Mm-hmm. And so it was just a really great opportunity. Man, my mom and dad keep busy. They're so busy. And it's so hard to see them getting older because they are slowing down a little bit. But they it's almost like, I'm getting older. I need to do more. <laughs> Dude, but I mean, they went, man. We went wall yes. to wall, right? Every day we were doing something. I don't Every even know. Every single like, day. Honestly, Christmas might have been the only day I think we didn't like really get after it. Right? Yeah. And if not, we were walking in a ginormous mall, mm-hmm. so we were getting our fucking steps in. What do you think about the malls in the Philippines? <laughs> oh, there's still malls. Like They're definitely full. So, uh, I mean, I, that's what malls used to be like when I was a kid. Now they're just... Yes, you know, now they're like places to hang out. Malls now are almost meaningless. Like online shopping took over, and they said it, it's just now starting to hit the Philippines. Where they're doing the online stuff is what your mom and really dad, yeah, your mom and dad said, but uh, uh, it seems like um, still looks full as fuck. <laughs> I don't think in, the, in those places though. I don't think it'll ever go away. And your dad had made a good point. He's like, you know, a lot of folks are here just for the AC. And I'm like, well, that that makes a ton of sense. Like, just to get a little break. What I loved about the malls though is the security. Yes, there's like a huge, um, uh, you know. Uh, emphasis on personal security in the Philippines. And uh, obviously, if you know anything about the Philippines, um, a lot of people talk shit about what goes on in Mindanao, especially the Marines who have deployed there. Mm -hmm. A lot of Marines have deployed there. Special forces in the U.S. Army have deployed there. And it's very much a kinetic environment. It's just not something that many people know about because they don't don't need to. But there has been a a full-on insurgency uh, going on in Mindanao in for the a long time, for, ever, forever. forever. It's and not it's a, going away. And it's a Muslim versus Catholic issue. Yes. Um, and I'll talk about when we went to what was Our Lady of what? Our Lady of Manawa. Okay, so yeah. we went there, but I'll talk about it. But um, so when people tell you that they've deployed to the Philippines, like, yeah, they're probably not like a you know a combat veteran like you would think, but it's a kinetic environment, and they definitely get hazard. Pay. Yes. And there are Filipinos that are getting hurt and or dying. Yeah. Down there wholesale and mm-hmm. it's been going on forever and marawi just happened too like isis took over marawi and like they flattened that fucking place you know what i love i remember my dad was talking about actually is when we were i don't know if we were driving out of Manawag, but you can't just voluntarily join the military there you are tested if you don't qualify you're not getting in yeah you know, so it says something also, about their military. But also, those kids know when they join, they're going to... Oh, they're going to they're Mindanao. They're going to do some kind yeah. of tour in Mindanao. It's going to happen. Right. Um, yeah. So we go to Our Lady of Manawa. That's a... It's like a Catholic cathedral there um, that I've been going to since I can remember. And I wanted to take the kids because I am Catholic and, you know, I wanted to show them... I guess part of the Catholic. But you're not history. that Catholic because you didn't pay the express lane fee. <laughs> you know, hold on, we can talk. Yeah, that's, funny. that's weird. Anyways, <laughs> that's just the church making money. Okay, all churches do it. It's not a big deal. It's just funny to me. Although we could afford the express lane. I'll, I'll, I'll bash okay. it here in a second. So, um, it was really cool. I don't think the kids really cared about the religious aspect no, so because I'm, they wanted to light candles. It, I think it's for me too, though. It's like I, I. I, I have zero connection to religion. I just I just don't. I don't yeah. I don't know why. No, I just I just don't. But I am fascinated by 
relig- religious symbols and architecture and oh yeah the and, architecture and watching people mm-hmm. who who do um, appreciate religion because mm-hmm. you can just see that it means something to them mm-hmm. and like they're they're in a place where they're happy they feel peaceful mm-hmm. um, and and I appreciate that um, and I love the architecture and the whole atmosphere I think is kind of cool yeah but so we get in there the prayers that was cool yeah there were prayers and then you could. So the express lane that you were talking about. So there's a line for free where you could go to the back of Our Lady it's of Manawa. It's a long-ass, motherfucking, hot, sweaty-ass well, line. You can touch the back of her. Disney World line. Yes, Disney World. Yes, for Catholics. But if you're super religious <laughs> and you really got to get there, you, you can, can pay, pay the express, express fee. lane fee. I don't know how much it was. To get to the front. Yes, Well, to us, to it would have been peanuts, but I'm saying mm-hmm. like... <laughs> if you if you're wondering what we mean by express lane, we mean like you know fast pass at Disneyland. Yes, that you pay a little fast fee, pass, you get to the front. Or line. if you have clear and you're going through security at the airport, I, rec- I highly that's, recommend. That's clear. what that is. Yeah. But you could touch the back of her veil, her gown, whatever she's got on, and then people like to pray and you know ask for things, you know whatever you between you and God, whatever you're praying, you know. So I went in that back room and I just took a picture because it's not like you see the whole statue. It's huge. It's just this itty bitty window and you get to touch the back of the dress. That's it. Yeah. So I was able to take a picture of that. But um, meanwhile, me and your dad were talking to yeah, the, the soldiers. Yeah. So we, so we found, we, we had no idea. My dad had parked and he didn't come with us in there. And we came out the first time after passing the fast pass lane and whatever. And my dad's talking to a bunch of guys, military men, um, I don't know if they were army or what. It was Filipino army. It was too, too like, I would say like E4 and below. Most likely, so they're, like, they're most likely providing E3 security and, yeah. pretty much. And a sergeant was and in the And my dad's just fucking shooting the shit with them. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's my dad. And I was like, you know what? I told my dad, hey, you're, you and little men are going to stay w- here. We're going to go shop yeah. because we, I wanted to get some holy water and I wanted a new scapular and the kids wanted a necklace, whatever. So we leave, and then that's when you guys just stay there and you can talk about it. Like, I have no idea what you. Well, guys that was said. fascinating to me. So I get up there and I'm, I see your dad, and I I didn't notice him at first, but there was this older gentleman there, and like he was a colonel, he was a full bird colonel in the Filipino army. He spoke great English, but he was there, you know. And it doesn't matter what country you're in, if you served in the military, like as a veteran of that country, you're gonna go. You're gonna, just like as we would. Yeah. Like you're going to go seek out these young next generation kids, right? Yeah. And it was just fascinating to me because like your dad was in the U.S. Navy. Like yeah. I was in the Marines and we've trained, you know, they they have a very good understanding of like who I am or what I what I may have done because we cross train all the time. Yeah. But these two young kids are sitting there like being counseled by this full bird colonel, you know, and, and like, like, and he's just telling stories, you know, and the mm-hmm. sergeants there, they're, they're doing their job. But um, man, what an experience. You know, we, yeah, we talked about, um, his his time in Mindanao, and like he he had like legitimate wounds, like battle yeah. wounds. Like shrapnel. he pulled up his shirt, like yeah. he was riddled with shrapnel and all kinds of stuff. And then he he had done multiple tours there. Is he the one with a fake eye? He did have a fake eye. Yeah, yeah your dad was like, I, I've met him, but I didn't know his eye was fake. <laughs> you know, and um, yeah, he had like math. He had real severe scarring on his stomach, and he was like, you know, I I probably could have got general, but my men committed atrocities in Mindanao. I was like, oh fuck. Like, <laughs> He, he, but it, he wasn't joking. No, well, because like, it's that's his. 
That's just he, the nature he, of he war. He basically said, like, Abu Sayyaf doesn't quit. No. So right. if you don't know who Abu Sayyaf is, that's the original insurgency in Mindanao that's been going yes. on forever. They just they just morphed into ISIS for a while or yes. claimed allegiance. But, mm-hmm. man, it was... It, and I got a picture of it. It's just, an, it's just a thing, like... Um, there's a mutual respect there that you just can't, even though we're in different countries, that um, it's really still the same. Like, because you fundamentally know what you're doing, like, for yourself and for your country. Mm-hmm. And, and it was it was just, uh, an experience. And I was glad Marcus got, he probably had no idea really what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, matter of fact, I think he was playing on my phone. <laughs> but maybe one day he'll look back on that and we could talk about it, you know? Yeah. I thought that was cool. It was it was special for me too to be able to share it with your dad. Yeah, because we don't talk much about the military, even even though I was in. You know. Yeah. We just don't. Well, I mean, you've. This is the first time you've actually talked to my dad. <laughs> yeah, I still don't address like your for dad. real. Re- I still don't even real. address your dad by anything. I just start talking, and soon because I'm speaking English, he'll. <laughs> yeah, I should probably <laughs> nail that down. <laughs> uh. What else did we do? Then the Manila, the, so that about sums up what we did out in Erdoneta, right? Yeah. And then we went back to Manila. Yes, uh, on New Year's Eve. How was that fucking hotel, though? I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. So the hotel we stayed at was called The Henry, mm-hmm. and it's a plot of land with old school, like, houses. And I'm, I'm guessing, because... I've been to a couple old houses like Jose Rizal is our national hero Mm -hmm. and they've preserved houses that he's been in and it looked just like that. So I'm going to go ahead and guess like, yeah, but I mean, it's just so maybe people couldn't put it immediately in context, but it had wood floors. It had wood Wood floors. Wood anything does not last long. Not in in humidity like that. It gets bendable um, and it it takes a concerted effort to maintain something like that. But this place had wood floors throughout. Yes. It was awesome. It, It was gorgeous. And like, um, so it was a plot of land owned by rich people. So these are their houses and they never sold it. So now it's become like a hotel area and it's, it I would mean, be valued at maybe in the billions. Yeah. Now because of where it is. Yeah. yeah. But it, when you go in, you don't feel like you're in a city. It's, it's surrounded yeah, by it's vegetation. Interesting how it shut all that out. Right? Yeah. And it, and it, you feel like you're in a little compound it, and it had security guards and everything like that was probably a good thing. But um, our rooms were, I mean, the beds were small, but it was so nice. Yeah, your boy slept on the floor that night. Yeah, but that, that was okay. It actually felt good. <laughs> it's like straightened some of my issues out. Yeah. But. Man, the movie night for the kids. Yeah, the room they had movie night. Great, like, Their food was amazing. Yeah. Like So what we do? We drove up there. We checked in. We went to the Mall of Asia. It's massive. Moa. Huge. It was insane. It's like indoor, outdoor. Yeah. Right on Manila Bay. On Beautiful. Rojas Boulevard. Yeah. Ro- Rojas. Rojas Boulevard. What's your maiden name? Rojas. Rojas. Yes. Shout out Rojas. Yes. Um, Everybody thinks your dad's a big deal. Cause of well, his then name. his name, well, it's Rojas. Well, he said Rojas' his last name and then and Puno, then Puno is his yeah. middle name. And Puno mm-hmm. is a name that he said like all the chiefs and shit, yeah. the justices or whatever. Have. Yeah. The judge. Yeah. And your dad so. looks like the Rojas on the money though. Like, yeah, he looks like him. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Cool. Yeah, it was such a great time. That that hotel was great. The experience there was great. Uh, could probably do without all. Like, I don't normally get rattled by fireworks. I don't know why. Dude, that was pretty. Even. That one was that was pretty intense. Like, dude, New Year's is 
awesome. But I was sleeping. I, w- I went out. Like, I was struggling. I did not. I Maybe I was anxious because we were leaving because mm-hmm. there was so much drama with leaving, too. Oh, we'll get to that. But also, like, I sleep with a CPAP. So if I, even if I'm awake, normally if I put that thing in my face, I, I start to fall asleep, even if it's for an hour or two. Oh, I love, so we call it papotok. It's like fireworks and the, the sound of yeah. bombs going off pretty much. Yeah. You know, um, it's nostalgic again for me. So I didn't sleep. I stayed up. I was on my phone. I was like, this is awesome. That was I pretty righteous. Loved, so whatever they were doing, they were having a fun. Oh, blast, yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. That's how we normally do it. If we were out back in Ordinetta, it would have mm-hmm. been even bigger because there's more places yeah. you can detonate shit like that. Mm-hmm. But I I love it. Tim, Tim Hortons. Oh yes. Fucking eagle eyes over here. Yeah. Drive. Make we a were leaving. Turn. Tim Hortons. I'm like, what? I was like, holy shit, that's a Tim Hortons. And I knew if there was a Tim Hortons, you wanted to go. But I could tell by the lack of anything you said, well, you didn't say anything that you weren't going to ask. I knew. It. I was like, hey, could we turn around quick? You know. Yeah, and shout out to wifey on my that dad, of course he'd turn around. Of course, you know. So we turn around. You got your triple, triple. <laughs> my mom loved her coffee, by the way. The thing is, like, there's maybe 100 Tim Hortons in, like, 10 square miles where I'm from. Yeah. There are none in Salt Lake City <laughs> or Utah, for that matter. The but, nearest Tim Hortons is fucking 12 hours away. In Canada. Little did we know that there were two mm-hmm. in manila yes what the fuck they're like five minutes away what the fuck is that apparently the philippines know something that the utah do the coffee was exactly like the <laughs> coffee that i grew up with yeah what the fuck is that i know you're like okay we can move here <laughs> But I mean, it was literally the same. Like it was, I mean, it's. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like the Starbucks in the Philippines is way better than the Starbucks here. Oh, mind you, the Starbucks in Seattle was pretty amazing. But. um, Yeah, we went to the first ever. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased because I'm Filipino, but everything tasted better there. It just seemed like the people, (laughs) it just seemed to me, and and this is something I learned in Okinawa too, the people who had jobs were thankful to have their jobs. And they performed. anything was better than nothing. And like a lot of times... In the States, I mean, it's just the nature of it. We're taught to go to school, get a job, get a job that gets you through school, and you know you're moving on. Mm-hmm. Like, no one's married to that job. But in the Philippines, I feel like maybe that's – a lot of people probably feel thankful just to have that job, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it is, because they don't know if they could uh, get another one. You know, I don't know. Maybe like, no one is thing. scooting by. Yeah. You don't – like, nobody's coming to work, the sitting thing there, is like, knowing they get a paycheck and the doing The other thing is, like, if they were to get relieved – of their job, there's probably 10 people waiting that would easily yes. jump right in and try 10 mm-hmm. times harder. And that's the nature of it there. So, yeah, I don't know. Those, you know, those folks are, they know, they know hardship, you know, you could see it. So it was, but the, I, it's, it's like across the board. People work hard, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. now you don't really see anybody half-assing. I guess, you know, mm-hmm. so that here, was really here nice. people can half ass a whole lot longer. Yeah. Eventually they're going to have to kick in yeah. if they want to be successful. But I'm saying you can get by, you can just scrape by for a long time here where there you just can't. That's unfortunate because there are people who are hungry, who mm-hmm. want to work, who yeah. want, to, you know, and it's it was, just different in society, different, yeah. different in culture. You know, It's culture. Yeah. 
If someone gets to the airport, you almost lose your damn phone. That would have been a mess. Oh, my God. I panicked. I left my phone in my parents' car. And I called them three times. The first time, my dad was like, look. I stopped. We looked. And I called them a second time. And I'm, like, going to security. I was like, look, my phone came through, and it didn't come out. And the security guard, like, nobody gave me an attitude. The security guard goes, okay, let's go watch videotape. He goes, because if somebody stole your phone, we're going to get them. <laughs> I was like, okay, let me tell my husband quick. So I call my parents for the third time. And my dad goes, I found it. <laughs> he had to drive all the way back after drop. Because in the, in the Philippines, if you are dropping someone off, you are not allowed inside the airport. No, sir. You cannot go in um, unless you're on a flight, which is probably a good thing, mm-hmm. you know? So you say your goodbyes at the drop-off. And so my dad drove all the way back, and I went back outside with my passport, got the phone. And we go through, like, two different securities, and I panic again because I can't find my passport. Just like, holy shit. And um, and then we have a couple hours until we leave the Philippines. And so we get to Korea, and I'm like, we got to hurry up because our flight, we land and we have literally an hour until our next flight leaves. So we're like power walking. We get to transfer and there's this lady with a, our name, Kuhn. And, and she's like, you need to go to the Delta desk. Because I was just going to be like, fuck it. Let's go straight to, straight to our gate, you know. Mm-hmm. And we get there and the lady's like, oh, you have to run. It's pretty far from here. We probably didn't, but, you know. Well, we did anyways. And like, I'm like, okay, we got to run. Like getting in the zone, we need to hurry up because we still have to get through security. We still have to go upstairs and we still have to run to our gate, which felt like a 10 minute run. It was was far. It was a grip, yeah. And so I'm getting in the right mind to get ready to start running. and, And you go, hey, so we lost our switch on a flight from Seattle to Korea. Can you check on that? And I'm like looking at you like, are you like that shit is gone. It's gone. Like, let it go, you know? So anyways, we run and I make the kids get in the bathroom. Like while we're running, little man's crying. I was like, what's wrong? He's like, I'm so tired. I'm like, okay, I get that. You can still cry on the plane, but you're going to run. We're going to get to our gate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get there, the kids use the bathroom. They just took sky priority, the line off and we get there anyways. And they let us in, we get on the plane and I, I wanted Kaya to sit with you so bad because little man was like, I want to sit with you, you know? And, um, we were split. You were in the exit aisle and then the kids were like three rows back to the left, yeah. you know? So we're getting settled. I'm sitting down and then you get up and go, Lori. I'm like, what? You need to sit next to me. I'm like, no, no, I don't. <laughs> Kaya looks 14 and a half, but she told her age anyway. So oh, she never got sit. the age. She just, or I don't know if she asked age or not. The lady just called it out. Well, Kaya said, Kaya said, she goes, oh, are you 15? And she goes, no. Oh, yeah. So Kaya had to move and kids don't care. Little man wanted me to sit by him. But by then he was already watching his show, his TV. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're already settled. And so like, whatever. They're like, everybody's settled. And this Korean airline lady comes in. She goes, Mark Kuhn? And I look up because I'm tired. I'm fucking tired. 
And she goes, is this yours? And it's a Nintendo Switch. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> so at first I was pissed because we had this much time, like literally this much time to get to the plane. But then she gives us a Switch. It's like, holy shit. Aren't you glad I asked? Yeah, I guess I am. But it's like, at the time, it's like, are we going to make this flight? Or are we going to stay an extra day in Korea and then an extra day in Seattle? Well, like, I just knew there was a, that was the only way we were ever going to be able to ask, yeah. you know? So. Yeah, because the lost and found in this Seoul Incheon airport is on the fourth floor and their office is only open from 10 to 6. Mm-hmm. And it was like 6.15. So the window was so small. I guess in my mind, I ran the risk and it was like, it's not even worth it. It's gone. We, we've gone this long without it. But hey, bonus, <laughs> we got it back. You know, so that's good. Never happened if we were in the States. Hell no. Somebody would have stole that shit. And it would have been gone, you know? But, you know, it's our fault for leaving it, but whatever. We're lucky. Came out on top of that one. We won't make that mistake again. So we, we get back in, we get over to the States, we get to Seattle. That was nice. I felt a huge relief yeah, getting back to so America. So the stops that we made, I didn't mind stopping. At first, I was annoyed about the Seattle one because it was so early. And I just felt it like, was like noon. I just felt like there. It seemed like we would be, out of Seattle to Salt Lake. I figured we'd be able to get a flight, but it was all good because it was a process getting through customs and all that. Shit. It was. We would have been rushing yeah. again. We would need a three-hour layover, probably at least or longer. Cause or longer. How long did we stay in that line before we could go through if, customs I think it and immigration? Felt longer, maybe. Oh yeah, we did at the gate, but they were pulling people who needed to get on flights or whatever. But oh, um, okay, I don't know. I felt like it was probably we stood in the line off the plane maybe twenty minutes. Everything felt a lot longer than it probably was. Probably because we, we were tired. But well, yeah, Seattle was awesome. Yeah, we got to see the gum wall, which is gross. But I need to research that. I don't. I put gum that. on how the wall. That, how could that? Ha- how did that happen? I need to know how that happens. Like why that? Well, one who spot cleans that shit? It doesn't stay. I don't. But it's walk. like everybody. You know, obviously it's a thing. Like everybody right. there. That whole area was cool, though. The whole Pikes area. The marketplace was cool. It was. Ju- it was. Ju- june july it was january 1st so nothing was open there were no fish tossing mm-hmm. whatever but it was nice to walk through there mm-hmm. the views are nice um we got to go to the first starbucks ever for us that's big because we get we get starbucks yes. mugs from all over everywhere mm-hmm. we go gosh what did we bring back like 10 this time we had like 12 mugs <laughs> we brought a lot back Crazy. it's worth it yeah that's our thing that's our that's our magnet slash shot glass. That's like, we've been here, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, the hotel we stayed at, we were able to order food for the kids and we were able to date. <laughs> we went downstairs to the bar lounge and eat. Oh my gosh. Because we live on the coast, their seafood was so good. Because you know it's fresh. You know, I think that's what's awesome about this trip is we ate fresh, like no shit, fresh food. Nothing was ever frozen. It's probably caught that morning, you know, mm-hmm. but it like the scallops. We had scallops. I had. Was it sea bass? Mm-hmm. I don't know. But that was oh, it was amazing. Yeah, you had sea bass. What and then had you some had shrimp something. No, no, no. You had the, like the seafood pasta. Yeah. You had everything a lot, in there. It was quite a bit in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it was so good. Yeah, it was. Mm. A couple drinks. What I a, just had one. What a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we got on a plane and came home. And then we got our dog. 
I think I was worried about Brutus more than anybody was. You always are. Yeah. It's hard to leave him, yeah, especially because he's getting older. He's with good friends and his buddy. Yeah. His buddy Jasper, so yeah. it's all good. They had, I mean, I, I didn't realize they would have so much family over and our dog, but thankful that they did it anyways. Yes. Thank you, Kate and Phil. And also Kate's mom. She, like, so she's an amazing artist. Mm. And she, I've been wanting to order her from her since, um, since we, since I found out she started her business and she does like personalized drawings of pretty much whatever you want. And she, I asked her to, um, draw a picture of the kids for me so I can have it in my office here. And she did one of Brutus and she did one of the kids and they were so they came out so good and i love them i love them so much so i'm looking it up right now but um i think it's willow's creations i can't remember she recently changed her name she said she was going through a rebranding mm. I'm gonna look for it for in a second, but yeah, but the the drawings are amazing. Okay, so it's called Willow Personalized Artwork, and she drew Brutus and she drew the kids, and it's like I've always wanted something like that mm-hmm. to look at, and it's amazing. She does so well. She does wedding gown, like anniversary, you know, kids' room stuff. I mean, just I am not creative, and. Kate and her mom are creative and I will pay whatever money, you know, cause their work is so good. It's just something I could never do and they could, it looks amazing. I don't. So if you ever want anything personalized like that, Willow personalized artwork mm-hmm. on Facebook and Instagram, it's really, her work is, I don't know, I can only say amazing cause I appreciate people who can, who can draw like yeah, that. I, I just don't. Them, can't wait to get them framed up and on the wall. Oh, I know we have to do that. So that's it, though. That's a full wrap. We'll, uh, I still have to download a bunch of GoPro footage. and um, Shit, we haven't even looked at any of that stuff. No. Um, <laughs> so probably before we publish this episode, huh, we'll try to attach some video with it. Yes. Maybe drop some stuff on YouTube finally. Yes. But, all right, guys, stay tuned. we got some good good stuff coming up. Hopefully uh, we, we dropped an episode today. Today's Friday. Um, oh, yeah, I got to say, um, stick with me. I'm having some... I'm a very impatient person, and I need to pay mm-hmm. more attention um, to my editing. So going out, I edited a couple episodes, and I was rushing because I wanted to make sure they were done because um, we're on vacation. And then um, I rushed a little bit this morning because I was taking my boo on a lunch date. But um, you guys deserve better, so I'll keep trying to be better. But thanks for listening. Like, share, comment, subscribe. You know the drill. <laughs> Support local. Proud of you.